What's going on, y'all? We'd like to welcome you to another episode of Crown Conversations, the podcast. This is your host, AJ. What's up, y'all? It's Kayla. And we have a very, very special guest with us today. Y'all, I thought I was about to have to pay a booking fee. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy. Crazy. Oh, my gosh. So let's welcome um, Keys. Hey, friend. What's popping? What's going on, sis? Thank you. Oh, my God. Yeah, man, thank you, you, thank you for coming through, man. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. It's a pleasure. So, it's a pleasure. Um, for those who don't know, Keys is like definitely a super producer, but he's also an all-around dope person, creative. He is a businessman, entrepreneur, restaurant owner, um, all of that. So, we're just going to go straight into the interview after we have this icebreaker. AJ, you want to start off with the icebreaker? Yeah. So, <laughs> Uh-oh. All right. So, my icebreaker is like a question but it's also music association as well okay so with you being a grammy winning super hitting producer right mm-hmm. aside from yourself who is in your top three of producers okay and once you give me the three give me your favorite song by them that they produce oh wow okay i'll do um hmm i'm gonna go with pharrell um i'm gonna go with Ah uh, man, can I do top five? Do, do top five. Good. Do, do top five. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Pharrell. I'm gonna go with Babyface. I'm gonna go with Polo the Don. I'm gonna go with B Cox. Ronnie Jerk. Ooh, that's a heavy, five. heavy list. Yeah, that's that's a list now. Now yeah. from the ones that you named, can you give me your favorite song? Babyface, Can We Talk? Okay. Yeah. Um, that recently just became one because I found out that he, you know, we all know Babyface as the songwriter. Right. But he produced the song as well. Wow. And I didn't know that until you know, this year. You're coming in with the fun him. facts. That's a good right. fun fact. Yeah, I'm nah. about to lose that one. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, it blew me away. He was like, yeah, I was at the crib. I made everything. So, yeah, can we talk? Okay. Wow. I mean, that's a, that's a fan favorite. Everybody Absolutely. knows that song. So. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what I'm going So, how about with. from Pharrell? Oh, Pharrell. Oh, man. Um, I would go with uh, Frontin' with Ooh. Pharrell. Okay. That's my jam. And you said... Hold the Don. Hold the Don. I'm gonna go with um, crying out for me, uh, Mario. Ooh. Yeah, that, that, that's a that's a hit. Man, who else I say? You said Brian Michael Cox. B Cox. I'm gonna go with oh. Mm. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Lil Mo, forever. Ooh, that's one. I love that song. That's my jam. And then your last one. He said Ronnie. Ronnie Jerkins. I'm gonna go with. Um, he's done a bunch of stuff for like Michael Jackson and everything. But I love what he done. What he did for uh, for um, Brandy. Um, I can't think. Uh, Full Moon. Full Moon. Yeah, Full Moon. Yeah, that whole album crazy. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, on social media they talk about how they love that album. Right, a whole. So right, that's I, awesome. I think that's a great album. That's that's a bomb album. Okay, wait, I got it. I got the. Uh, <laughs> I got another icebreaker. <laughs> we we gonna keep it light though. Okay, yeah. All right. Why y'all keeping it light with me? We gonna keep. Nah, you know we had. You the, felt, was that deep? Nah, that wasn't okay, deep. Okay. We, that wasn't deep. It's just going Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't asked no confessions affiliated questions. Oh, got it. Got it. <laughs> um. Okay. You about to go into a huge meeting. What song you playing to motivate yourself to go in? I'm going. I got a, ooh, what song? Well, I'm I'm on my worship music. Okay. Okay. Take us to church. Yeah, I got to, you know what I mean? I got to tap in with with, with God first. Um, What song? You know what? It's a song called uh, Never Be Defeated by Rich. Tolbert, I think his name is Rich. Okay. Tolbert called Never Be Defeated. You know what I mean? All right. So that's my kind of, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Get right with God. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) What's the last song you remember having on your MySpace page? That I put on my MySpace. What's the page? last song you remember having on your MySpace? It's, it's, you know what? For real, it's a song that um that I, cause MySpace was like two thousand seven, eight, nine ish. Yep. Yeah. And um that's kind of when I really started producing, like started to produce music. So I was working with some of the artists in town. So it's probably one of those songs that we did. You know what I mean? Which probably sound crazy now, but that's yeah. a good segue into the next question. Okay. What? Cause you're from New York, right? Yeah, Buffalo, New York. Okay. So what prompted you to want to start producing or get you in the music business? 
Um, so I come from a very uh, musically inclined family. I grew up in church. My parents pastors, my grandmother's pastor, and everything like that. So I grew up playing instruments, playing the organ, playing the bongos, playing the, the, the drums or whatever. And I just knew that music was my calling. And um, I can't really tell you the moment where I said, you know what, I want to produce. Because a lot of music, like a lot of musicians and a lot of people that come from church, they either like, uh, they stay at church or they're touring musicians. Right. With live bands or doing right. live band gigs or you produce, you know what right. I mean? Um, and for me, it was like, it was like, I could do both or I could pick one. And I think I kind of started learning about, you know, the music game and everything like that. But I don't know. I kind of just was like, I just want to produce music. I want to make my own music. Mm. I want people. That's what it was. I said, I want to, instead of learning songs, because I was playing in bands and like in the city, moving around the city, mm. playing at whatever for church or whatever bars. And I'm like, yo, instead of me learning songs, I want people to learn my songs. You know what I mean? So I think that was kind of... That's real. That's dope. Yeah. So wait, how did you get... Because you're from New York. So how did you get down here? Like, take us through, like, your, yeah. how you navigated, like, being from up north. Right. And then you're in Atlanta now. But, like, you got friends... Like, we got mutual friends from Florida. And then right, you right, right. from other places. So right. it's like, you know, how... No, everything you- came together. So I... Long story short, I was trying to go to a school called Berkeley in Boston. It's like the number one music yeah. school in the in the country, mm-hmm. and I got accepted, but um, my room and board was too late, and I would have had to get an apartment downtown Boston. Oh, my parents was like, "Yo, mm-hmm. it's just too expensive. Can't do that." So then I was looking to go to LA, mm-hmm. and my mom was like, "Yo, that's too far from home." You know what I mean? I'm mm-hmm. 18 years old, and she wasn't ready for me to go, and I wasn't re- I wasn't ready to go out there. Yeah, too. and so. LA is a- yeah, it's a whole that's a hump. Oh wow, yeah, facts. Okay. <laughs> facts. Yeah, facts. And yeah. I wasn't even thinking; I just was ready to go. Yeah. And then my man from Buffalo, he had moved down here. He was calling me like, "Yo, it's lit down here." Woo, woo. And I was never really thinking about Atlanta as the mecca, of right? Black music, right? It right. never really, it never crossed my mind right. for real, for real. So I'm like, I'm hearing him talk or whatever. So I started looking at schools in Atlanta because that was the only way I could leave home is if I went to school. Mm. And so I looked at schools. I found this school um, called the Atlanta Institute of Music. It's in Gwinnett. Okay. And at the time, they only had a uh, diploma. Um, so basically, program. like certificate based. Certificate, yeah. right? But I, I finessed. I told my parents I was. It was like an <laughs> associates yeah. type of yeah. situation, just got so it. I can get yeah. down. Here. Right, right. So they brought me down here. I got an apartment like right next to the school. Um, yeah. That's how, you, dang, I didn't even know that school. And you've been here since time. when? I've been here since 2010. Okay. So. You graduated in 09? 09, yeah. Okay. okay. So right. I got down there, I went to that school, and then I, I transferred, because I promised my mom I was going to get my bachelor's degree. Mm-hmm. So then I transferred to the Art Institute after that year. Got it. And got my degree or whatever, so. Do you That's remember a, um your last, like, regular clock-in job? Yes. Um, <laughs> what was it? In Comcast. Way? And I was here. What was you? You were selling cable? Just calling folks like, yo, we got the triple threat Man. joint. You know what I mean? You need to... Uh, <laughs> yeah, you need to upgrade your... You know what I mean? Mind you, most people had the, the had the cable and the internet, but we was trying to get them to add the phone to it. Yeah. Which Nick, niggas wasn't doing hey, that. Nobody, you know what I mean? That's where we have a, a line. Because before I moved down here, I worked at Verizon in a call center. And I was trying to, and I was bundling people to triple, mm, to double. So and you all already know shit. the language, right? It was <laughs> the worst fucking job yeah, facts. ever. Facts. Stressful. Yeah, facts. Man. And I only was Man. working like, I was working like 10 to 2. Like, so it wasn't really working. Yeah, I was just oh, like PT, okay. like part But it was just little, I ain't had no bread. I, it yeah. was just extra, you know what I mean? So. When was that? Like, when was that day you was like, all right, I'm out, boy. It's so crazy. <laughs> um, what happened? I think somebody there found out I did music mm. and I had worked with somebody. I think I was working like with Amarion, with Polo or something like that. And I remember I was talking to my mans that I had met at the job and an- another girl came up and we was talking. And so she was like, well, what you doing here? Wow. Like you do music, what you doing here? I'm like, okay, nah, I ain't, I'm never coming back here. Wow. You know what I mean? That was kind of just the push. That yeah. was like a confirmation. For sure. Yeah. Wow. Like, 
It wasn't on I, no hater type shit. It was just literally like, what you doing here? It wasn't on. I don't know. It was, okay. It was like kind of trying to find out like, well, what you doing here if you really do music? Mm -hmm. But I don't know if she was pushing me at the same time. Like, I don't know. Right. I just took it for what it was and I never came back. You know what I mean? I feel it. Oh, I feel it. Right. Yeah. So during that time, you know, with you being at Comcast or with you trying to pursue music, did you go through any low moment? Yeah, no, that was the time because I left and I went back home. Mm. And I would stay home for like two and a half months. Because mm -hmm. I was just like, yo, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Now, mind you, it was only been like two years. But I was just was yeah. putting a bunch of pressure on myself. And I'm like, yo, you know what I mean? Is this really what I'm supposed to be doing? And I went home for two, two and a half months. I went home in November, and I didn't come back until January. And i never forget it. While I was home, um, my partner, A.O., he sent me this record that our guy, Chris Eccles, wrote mm -hmm. on one of our beats. Mm -hmm. And I, I remember hearing the demo, and I'm like, I could do this. You know what I mean? It was so crazy. Yeah. And then that ended up being my first wow. placement. Wow. Like six months later. That's what's up. Wow. So, that was one of our questions. All yeah. right, now. Right. My bad. My bad. <laughs> no, that's the crazy It's flowing. It's all good. So that was okay. Do you remember like who, what artist that was? And who yeah. Was so we did. A, he did a song called "Let's Talk," and um, my guy Spiff TV. He was working for Maybach Music at the okay. time, and uh, that's when Amarion just signed up mm -hmm. to Maybach. Okay. Yeah. And then he was like, "Yo, y'all got the first single." Ooh, ooh. And I remember it was crazy. I still had my hoopty like. Song coming what was on the radio. Friend? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was your hoopie? Yeah, 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 no facts. I had a um, I had a Laro Oldsmobile, like a two thousand. I, I don't even know what that is. Yeah, they stopped making them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, oh, yeah, a Laro, a Laro Oldsmobile. Okay, I know what yeah. it is. I know what it is. No cap. It's two. Was it two door? No, it's four, four door. door. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's what it is. Yeah. No, I didn't two door too, so I just wanted. To <laughs> you do be knowing cars. I do be knowing. I know a little something. Like what's that? That. So since you talked about your hoopty, can you remember your first big purchase that you made? Mm, it was probably my um my CLA. I got a CLA 250 back in 2015. Okay. I was the first ones in the city. I don't care what nobody said. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? At the time, it was like, they small cars now, like when I look at them. But like, yeah, you know, I had, I, I think that was my first biggest purchase at the time. Mm. Okay. Okay, so let's talk about so we we have um we usually have a lot of creatives come on the show and we always talk about like the transition whether like some some people still be in a nine to five, some people still be in a job, but right. then also like working in the industry, like um for me with L'Oreal and the hair shows, like I'll be waiting for a check. I'll do a show and then my check will come like mm -hmm. three months later. Mm -hmm. Do you remember like that? The first time like you had to like wait on something to hit like that, like mm -hmm. the first time they were like, "Oh yeah, we about to pay you this," and you like, "Yeah," mm -hmm. and then it don't come till later. Like, what was your first like? Mm -hmm. Oh shit, this money, <laughs> this money mm -hmm. real. But mm -hmm. yeah. I think that's really from the beginning of mm -hmm. my starting the music industry, like mm -hmm. because it's like a whole bunch of negotiations going through mm -hmm. when we got an attorney and a lawyer, mm -hmm. and you know what I mean. Also, like my first like royalty check, mm -hmm. I thought it was gonna come sooner. Mm. I just didn't know, you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. I had yeah. just to educate myself. Or yeah. Did you have a mentor at first, like when you came in the game? Because I know you and Ao are close, so yeah. like, you know y'all um, kind of had some. You had somebody to navigate this with, but like, did you have a mentor to like say, "Hey, you need a lawyer. Hey, this is how publishing goes. Hey, like." No. Mm -mm. Wow. No, I didn't. Now, I had some big homies, but they was like working, trying to get yeah. mm -hmm. figure their stuff yeah. out. Yeah, yeah but I, yeah. Mm -hmm. I didn't really have nobody like really guiding me until like later on, like 2014. Wow. Yeah. That's we talk about that often, just with the podcast and like mm -hmm. copywriting and like having your own stuff mm -hmm. and not knowing like the back end of things. No facts. Businesses. Like. No facts, and that's why like our young boys, like that's that's really what kind of. Push mm -hmm. me to do what we doing, mm -hmm. just so I can guide them, so they don't gotta go through. So let's talk about that. You have you have a label. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What what is the name of your label? I already know, but tell us. You already this, know. You know. This, I mean. your <laughs> this is this is like, right, right, right. This is um, you allow the people to know what you got right, going facts, on. Facts, facts. Um, I'm signed as the bartender to the label. Okay. Yes. Certified okay. bartender. I'm, I'm, I'm finna make me a rap song. Well, I'll figure <laughs> out where I, where I fit in. Right. We'll figure it out. Facts, facts, facts. 
Facts. Um, now the label's called the Upper Class of Music Group. Um, we've been, I would say we've been serious and really been, you know, making some noise since like 2018. But it's an idea that AO and I had back Mm -hmm. in like 2012. You know, Um, it was just kind of AO because ain't he in Orlando? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. So, um. Long story short, uh, 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 <laughs> somebody that I knew from Buffalo moved to Orlando. He was Got a it. producer as well. Got it. And he went to school at Full Sail. He ended up running into AO just in Orlando, like yeah, the Orlando yeah, yeah. circuit. Mm-hmm. And so it's crazy because me and him kind of fell out. And he moved to Orlando. And we got cool, whatever. Mm-mm. And so he hit me. It was like my third month being in Atlanta. This is 2010. Mm-hmm. He was like, yo, uh, I'm coming to Atlanta this weekend. Can I stay with you? I'm like, all right, bet. Mm-hmm. Got a little couch, a little whatever. You know what I mean? We make it work. He was like, all right, I'm bringing my friend A.O. with me. I'm like, all right, for sure. Word. So he came, and uh, they stayed in my crib. And and bro stayed on the couch. I remember A.O. slept on the And um, we went to some of the – I didn't know Atlanta. Mm. at all and this is like my first time like kind of hosting somebody yeah and i didn't have a car at that time i went a whole year without a car but mm-hmm. bro had a car so we moving around the city and i'm just looking at stuff on twitter and all that we had every mm-hmm. hood spot you could think of every little spot that let anybody up from 18 and up and so whatever we we just having a good time yeah. me and AO oh, just, y'all not even 21 yet at yeah we're not even 21 That's wow so me and ao we just clicked you know what i mean we just we just Caught a vibe, and yeah. then um, maybe a year later, we kept in contact. Of course, and a year mm. later, we finally like started working together. So mm. That's how we met. That's dope. So I have a question for you in regards to like knowing your worth as you you know you were starting out, being a young new producer. Do you feel as though there were times where you may have maybe sold yourself short as far as a beat is concerned, and how did you navigate and? knowing when to stand in, this is my price, mm. that's what it is. Yeah, no, you don't understand your worth without mentors. Mm. Um, because everybody would treat you like, you know, a young up-and-coming producer, right. which you are. Um, however, like, there's no price for your gift. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And so, even though we got to play the politic game, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And you got to kind of get some stuff underneath your belt to where you can... Right demand this amount yeah um yeah we didn't really know mm. um and so we had to go through all that we went through a lot you know not getting paid not getting publishing not getting credit a whole mm. bunch of stuff we just worked through it you know what i mean is that something that is does every new up-and-coming producer have to go through that it's like the growing pains or is there a way that they can navigate through that to avoid going That's through what question. you went through That's a great question. I feel like at a certain extent, you're going to go through some of it, you know what I mean? But you don't have to. If you connect yourself with the right team or with the right people, Mm. it can bypass a lot of that, you know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? You're going to go through some of that because it's just, I tell people all the time, like the music industry, it's just, it's no rules to this. It's politics. It's politics. It's just, you do whatever you want to do. You don't I really seen, think about stuff like that. No, as, facts. As a, as a fan, you know what mm, I'm saying? Right. Like, you don't think about stuff yeah. like that. You know, everybody knows their industry. Right. But on the outside looking in, like, we just listening to music. Yeah, and, you nah. Know, we reading so, the blogs, or we checking social right. media. Like, we think that everything is like, oh, you got it. You like, good. Right, makes sense. right, Like, you right. know what makes sense and everything. Like, so you don't even think about things, you know what I'm saying, like that. Do you remember? So outside of, like, free beats, right? Mm-hmm. Do you remember how much you charged when you first started charging for a beat when somebody hit you up like, yo, how much? <laughs> how much for a beat? I think it was like $250, $300. You know what I mean? Looking back, were those beats fired? Were they worth do, do you have, do you have, <laughs> do you have access to your old stuff and be like, oh, this shit really hit? I don't know. I would have to dig and you know what I mean? I don't know. I have to dig. So also though too, like mm-hmm. I recommend and I, I highly that none of those beats I sold exclusively. So like it was basically it was leasing like it. Got you it. know what I mean? So because I I never like giving my creativity away like that without having some. So type lease of beats. That means that 
Can you explain that? Because the way I've understood lease beats is like you got a beat, you lease it, but you can lease it to somebody else too. Yeah. So like hella people be having like the same beat, the same beat, until somebody cash out. I feel I don't know if this is the same thing, but do you remember during that time, like the early mid two thousands? When reggaeton was very, very big, yeah, and there were you know, I love there were multiple artists who had like similar beats. Oh, that's kind of like in, in, like in I, reggae too and dancehall music, like it's rhythms, right? Like, like Elephant that. Man, Nina yeah. Sky, like they all had that, is that similar. Is that same thing as leasing? I don't know. It might have been the same producer who just was like making them, mm. like giving them the same sound. I was also thinking, you know I mean? so my like this is what I'm saying, like you know your industry, and then like for us, we were like, oh. Oh, I was thinking like when Wayne was coming out with mixtapes, so like the little brother beat, mm-hmm. and then Wayne did a song to it. Uh, I can't even think. It was Butter Pecan, Puerto Rican, Caramel. It was a uh, little brother Ninth Wonder beat. So it's like they had a song, but then Wayne did a, a freestyle over it. So it's like mm-hmm. that's the same thing. No, that's not. Beat. That's different because Wayne was just putting out mixtapes. So when like, you do a mixtape, you could do whatever. Like you could hop on anybody else. Now Drum I know. Beats. My <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Stealing beats. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, you know, we touched based on like the early parts of your career. Mm. Do you have that defining moment in your career where you were like, oh, nigga, I made it. Like, this is it. Like, I, I ain't worried about shit else. This is it for me. You know, it's crazy. Um, I still don't feel like that. Mm. Still feel like. With your mean? resume. Yeah, you I still feel like that. Like, crazy. Get into the resume right quick, <laughs> yeah. too. Do you yeah. feel like, you know, do you ever have moments? Okay, so kind of like in the same question, like, do you have moments where you're like, okay, I prayed for this. Mm-hmm. I remember the exact oh, no, moment for sure. when I was praying for this and Absolutely. now I'm here. 100%. Um, All the time, little stuff. Take us through your first award. Before it started getting like big, big awards, like your first like moment of recognition where you were like, okay, let's keep First, going. I mean, you know, with the Grammys, you either nominated or... You win, mm-hmm. but the nomination is in itself is an award. Yeah. Um, I would say the first one. What was that? I did a record with Polo the Don called um, "Wickedest Style." Sean Paul featuring Iggy Azalea. Azalea. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that and that that album ended up getting nominated for a Grammy. So that was like my first. Wow. You know what I mean? I'm out in LA for the first time. I'm at the Grammy events. Like that was my first. Like mm. you know what I'm saying. So you really just like taking it all in and you seeing like, y'all going to hear my baby in the background. My mama, <laughs> my mama just walked in. <laughs> it's all good. So walk us, just give us some of your, the artists that you have worked with for people who may not know who you are. We know. Yeah, I know. Sure. I did my research. So right, 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 right. <laughs> I no, wanna... you know it's crazy. I just told him because like he really does research before interviews and mm-hmm. stuff, and I'm like, no, nah, you know, I've been around them. But I honestly like <laughs> if somebody was to ask me like for a whole listicle, mm-hmm. I'd be like, mm. no, nah, me too. I've been for real. Oh, yeah, really? me too. Yeah, give you a like, few. When, they come <laughs> on, when the songs come on, I'd be like, oh, oh, right, right. But, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. songs that are like on the album, but like haven't made it to like social media yeah. or right. the radio. I'd be like, but oh. the thing about keys is. Things that he's produced for the big artists, these are like number one hits, top billboard, main cuts and shit. Mm-hmm. So can mm. just talk about some of the artists that you've worked with. Yeah, um, no, nah, I feel you, um, Kayla. Like I be forgetting songs all day long, but yeah, um, artists Chris Brown, um, Amarion, Cardi B, Beyonce, Rick Ross, Marion. Oh, I said Marion already. Uh, Neo. Um, <laughs> Beyonce, K Michelle, yeah. Hey, uh, K. Michelle, hey, K. Michelle, hey, fam, you and Rattler, wife and Lucci, Trouble, uh, City Girls, Bryson Tiller, PNB Rock. To do, sorry, not to cut you off. That's a uh, Young Tender. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, Young Tender. Word. That, wow. is, that is summer. What was that? 2019, I think. That is summer. You did that song. Mm. You did that song. Mm. Wow. Yeah. That yeah, took yeah. me to a. That took me to a place. What? Um, Wikipedia is selling you short. They don't have all your people on. There. Oh nah, nah, They don't nah. have. They have Beyonce. They didn't have City Girls. Yeah, they didn't have City Girls on there. But we did. What we did was say. Oh, we did YBN featuring City Girls. That's okay. Yeah. Um. What else, man? Uh, I mean, um, shit. You said Beyonce. That's enough. I mean, yeah. <laughs> people um, always, you know, when new artists are coming up, 
you know, they always are asked, who do you want to work with? Nine times out of ten, they always say Beyonce. Yeah. You, you got the Beyonce. Right, right, that's right, it. Right. Like, yeah. that's it. Right. But the crazy part is, like, there's so many artists. Like, you know, we have our huge artists that we know and we appreciate. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you, you've definitely been in, in the room. You know what I'm saying? But then it's like, the artists who are up and coming, I feel like, give a more genuine feel. Right. Um, so, yeah, I got the opportunity Thanks to my best friend. Hey, Kaya. She's <laughs> off camera. She don't like that. I, I know, right? She's <laughs> off camera. She low key. But y'all, so my my tie to keys is my best friend since we've known each other since preschool. Kaya works with the label. Uh, small shout out to Kaya because to Kaya. I literally have known since we were four that she's wanted to work in music and be in music and she's in it. So that's really like seeing like something from from Absolutely. the ground up. Like you you stay forward. So shout out shout out to my dog. But um I got the opportunity to bartend for a writing camp that Keys did with Babyface and some other amazing talented writers, seasoned writers, up and coming writers. So can you talk to us about like you don't even got to go deep deep in, but like talk to us about being in the room because there were so many things and intricacies to that weekend mm-hmm, for sure um now big shout out to kai that's my right hand and how we met that's and, my friend um so you said the right the, the camp. Camp. <laughs> okay so you know i put the whole thing together mm-hmm. i met baby face mm-hmm. and i told him he has to come back to atlanta you mm-hmm. know this is where the face records mm-hmm. was start you know this is where it started from it mm-hmm. was, it, where it was birthed with him at L.A. Reed, and where they made so many songs and so many hits and signed so many amazing acts that we know today. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And I just told him it was time for him to kind of just come back and tap into the, the creative culture. Mm. And he was with it from the jump. That's like, a great that's, pitch. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. It wasn't even like, it was. we were just kicking, like just kicking it. We was at yeah. dinner, yeah. and I'm like, yo, you need to, you know what I mean? Because they was like, yo, come back out here to L.A. to work. And I'm like, yo, I don't really be feeling LA like that. Like, mm-hmm, you need to mm-hmm. come back to Atlanta. Like, mm-hmm. that's, that's where the juice at. Mm-hmm. And so he was with it, put the camp together with all the different amazing creatives and um, my friends. And it was just amazing. Like, we yeah. we had fun. Yeah. Which is, like, one of the most important things right. for me. Like, a vibe. Mm-hmm. And then we made incredible music because I just feel like, I feel like that's going to, you know, help the, the music. It's right. the vibe. And right. so... Uh, yeah, man, we had an incredible time. Babyface was blown away. It was crazy to see him even in that environment because he was mm. like a kid in the candy store. Like mm. he was finding new talent and he was bouncing from room to room. Yeah. And he was just, you could see a spark just go off with him. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's one of the best moments of my career for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You could tell, like, just from my perspective, like, it was a full circle moment for a lot of people. Yeah, 100%. Um, everybody was cool. Everybody was so chill. Like, that's one thing, like, you know, I appreciate about you and knowing, meeting people who mm-hmm. know you and you are friends, like, people you consider, like, brothers and close friends. Mm-hmm. Everybody's chill. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, everybody's doing their thing in the industry, but people are still too. Yeah, it's not facts. Like, you know, right. we still regular people, and we're still regular people today. Like absolutely, but that that writing camp. So congrats on that thank again. You, thank because you. Because that that was definitely fire. Yeah, it was for the culture. It was crazy. Yeah, you had to be sure. there. It was. You had to be there. Had to be there. Had to be. You had to be there. <laughs> so I have a question. I have another question, of course. Cool. Um, as far as your career and where you are right now, I mean, with the list that you run down as who you've already worked with, mm-hmm. is there any artist? First of all, is there an established artist mm-hmm. that you haven't worked with that you would like to? Mm-hmm. And there is an up-and-coming artist that you see something in that you would like to tap into? Um, established, um, Drake, um, Nicki Minaj, and That's his, that's his folk now. He loves yeah. Nicki. I, and I love Drake, too. Yeah, I love Drake, them both. Nikki, the whole young money. Drake, Nicki, Justin Bieber, mm. Ariana Grande. Okay. Yeah, and I, I'm good. I, but Ariana I can see, I can see his vibe though with Art, because Ariana, even though she, more, they put her in the pop lane. Her most no, recent black music. Music. Most so, recent it's black music. music. Absolutely, it's black music. Absolutely. That 100%. album. Yeah. Y'all know I run that yeah. album around. <laughs> Safety net with mm-hmm. Ty Dolla Sign. Yeah. yeah. Whole thing. I, that song tired of me. Mm-hmm. No, it's black music all day long. Yeah, like for sure. Music, no, those so. are some great artists like that you have. You know, in the Oh, speaking of... But hold so, on, he didn't answer up and coming. Oh. Up and coming. 
Asia Graves. Hey, which is Asia. Our artist at UCMG. Yes. Um, yeah, incredibly talented young girl. And I'm excited about her. And we've been working for the last five, six years. Shout out to Asia Graves. Yeah. And uh, anybody else? I mean, uh, uh, I was working with Tone Stiff last week. I saw and, that on Yeah, he's, uh, he's <laughs> amazing. He got a song, uh, Fuck With Me? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm a huge fan of him. He's just amazing, and he got a great spirit. Um, and I mean, I'm a fan of everything that's going on out here. That's yeah, what's up, for you know? sure. That's what's up. Yeah. Let's, let's hop off of music right quick. Okay. Let, let's go back. For sure. Let's go back a little bit. So, well, actually, I have one question before we hop off of music. Okay. Talk to us about plug and play. Okay. Just even if it's real quick, like, you know, for people who have seen the hashtag mm. and, you know, didn't get to experience it, like, mm. on their own. Like, talk to us about that idea mm. and, like, how beneficial it is to artists. Like, Yeah, so we, we've we always been about just giving back. You know what I mean? We've always been about just giving people what we didn't get while we were coming through, you know, this mm-hmm. music game. Because mm-hmm. um, it's rough, it's hard. So. Mm-hmm. We created an event called Plug and Play, and mm-hmm. it initially just started in Orlando, where people would in Orlando would pull up and just play their music, Ao and I, mm-hmm. and it was great. You know, you know, even though we don't feel like we can do, you know, we we don't move like how may, people may see us or whatever, but right. we still wanted to give back and like try to give people some opportunities or find some new talent, yeah. or whatever. So then I told Ao, I'm like, yo gotta kind of make this bigger like mm. and bring it to Atlanta and so brought it to Atlanta and I put a whole executive kind of panel together mm. um a lot of executives from Def Jam Warner uh different managers Atlantic Records all my friends yeah and we did our first one in 2018 I think it was or somewhere around there and it was just absolutely crazy it was nuts yeah. And so plug and play. I'm sorry. Plug and play is a networking event where you get to showcase your music in front of these executives mm. and you know managers or whatever producers. Yeah. Uh, for us, and it's not a uh, it's not a showcase. It's not like you know what I mean. Like you yeah. sign up and you yeah. like. It's like. It's a vibe. Like, we did it in the club. It's a dope vibe. Yeah, it's real free. You feel you don't even realize, just from my perspective mm-hmm. again, like, you don't even realize that you're listening to new music and new artist music. Absolutely. Because of how, you know, you be in the club and you be like, mm-hmm. oh, this song. This right, song. right. You just be vibing. You're like, oh, I like this song. Mm-hmm. Who is this? And then next thing you know, they're telling us who this is. Yeah. It's like, True. it's super dope. It's a, it's a club vibe. It's a real fun vibe. It's like, because I, I hate those showcase or whatever when you play your music and then they're critiquing everything like oh you know and you know a lot of these a and r's and people don't know what yeah. they're talking about music yeah. but it's just a real vibe you mm. have fun everything is free like you could take the mic and perform in the bathroom we don't care like have fun right and um it just kind of blew up you know what i mean so covid kind of you know knocked it out mm-hmm. but we're gonna bring it back soon I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited. That'll Definitely let us know. Yeah. So we'll That'll come support. 100%. Absolutely. Shoot, we'll go Absolutely. live. <laughs> we'll go live. So operating outside of that, like, you know, life is definitely about balance. Mm-hmm. So you do a lot of things outside mm-hmm. of music. You're a family man. Mm-hmm. Congrats on the mm-hmm. engagement. Yep. And you finna be a daddy again. What's <laughs> up? So, what's so. <laughs> um? How do you maintain? How do you balance all of that? Like, what is your go-to as far as, like, you know, how you practice your faith? How you practice self-care? Like, what? where where do you find the most important thing to help you navigate through all of that? Um, it's hard to It's hard to have a balance when you grind it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or you don't feel like your bank account is where it should be or you don't have, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. really hard to have a balance. But if I could go back to even those moments, I wish I created a balance mm. um, because balance just helps your, um, just the outcome. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like we used to just be working just because, yeah. you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. we not about to be out work and I'm up till five o'clock in the morning. I got class at eight. Mm. It just don't make sense. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Even though I don't take it back, it just don't make sense. Mm-hmm. So even as we begin to, you know, find success, I just found that balance of like even now it's like I don't work on the weekends. You mm. know what I mean? I'm strictly with my family. That's, That's important. You know what I mean? That's a great way to create boundaries as 
well. Absolutely. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Um, and I understand it's hard, especially for producers and writers, like, because people will just use you, you know, mm-hmm. and they'll call you and they'll want you to jump at their, mm-hmm. you know, at their time and whatever. Mm-hmm. And I used to be in bed and get calls at three o'clock in the morning, like, yo, push up. And a lot of those opportunities, you got to go get them. Yeah. Okay, I'll be right back. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it's a balance. Like, if you do that, that night, say you get that call at 3 a.m., like such and such, you got to push up. The next day, take the day off. You know what I mean? But for me, I was just going every single day. Right. So now it's like, I take the weekends off. I strictly spend time with my family and I work certain days a week. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Just so I'm productive. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's, it's important. Cause it keeps your mind clear, you know what I mean. Mm. Especially when you get older. Cause I'm thirty, so I'm, <laughs> you know what I mean. Welcome to thirty. Yeah, yeah, facts. You know what I'm saying. Welcome you can't move how you used 30. to. You know what I mean. I think you know to elaborate on what he's talking about. I feel like you do have to have a balance as far as making sure you have that hustle. Yeah. But yeah. once you get a staff, like I feel like just from the outside looking in, in mm-hmm. my opinion, I feel like you're established. And once you get to a certain point, mm-hmm. you can set those boundaries. You can set those yeah. boundaries. Um, rules like, hey, right. um, you know, the weekend I'm with my family. Right. Mm. I'm only working this out amount of days, mm. and people have to respect they it because respect they know it. what you bring to the table. Absolutely, and they know the product true. that you have. So 100%. when you get to that certain position, yeah, like I feel like Jay Z, I feel like Beyonce, I feel like Drake, I feel like you know those artists, they're in that spot and in that position where if they don't want right. to work on certain days mm-hmm. and are unavailable, they can do that because people are fiending for the product that they have to offer. Right. Oh yeah, 100%. for sure. It makes it definitely makes you makes people like be like, yo, like, okay, now this is the time, so this is how I need to rearrange my time. Right. right. Other people know how to rearrange their boundaries. People will rearrange um, to get your product. Listen, Absolutely. we and we talk about this often. I know like I'm in a space where I tell you this. I tell my friends this all the time. Like, I'm in a space where I be up at all hours of the night. Mm-hmm. Like, and remember the last episode, mm-hmm. I was like, I can't call you at 3 o'clock in yeah. the morning. I be up. I make a coffee cup at 3 o'clock in the morning. Like, I got to work. Mm-hmm. I got to create. I got to do something. But then I be tired. So yeah. everybody else be on. So I'm like, oh, it's my regular hours. And I'm like, I'm going to take a nap, guys. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you have to learn how to navigate around people that you need to be around or mm-hmm. that you want to be around mm-hmm. and you are a benefit to people mm-hmm. um what you do is a benefit but it's like if people like you said don't practice those boundaries it doesn't make it genuine right and that's just again outside looking in from mm-hmm. you know into different things and it's unhealthy too you need rest you know what i mean You're yeah like, yeah that whole team no sleep nah, yeah no nah, it's over with me, it's so counterproductive it's counterproductive <laughs> and it's like like i'll be tired like Telling Kai, like, take a day off. Like, <laughs> it's okay. My, my girl don't take no days off. We're talking about for Detroit. She don't, man. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. Take a day off. Like, take Sunday off. Go to the park. Go to Stone Mountain. Have some self care. Like, that stuff is so important. People don't be like, people be falling off the stage, passing out. And right. Shit. No, you got to get your rest. You got to. Wait, so tell us about no, please. The nigga like to eat. Yo, yo. <laughs> yeah. oh, you ain't brought him yet. Okay, okay, okay. Bro, no. so eat now. Um, how can I say this, man? I know that um. That result don't have you. How can I say this? Like, it's always been bigger than music, mm. even though, like, this is my gift. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's always been bigger right. than this. Like, mm-hmm. And I hope, you know, that don't come off the wrong way. No. But yeah, it's always been bigger than that. It's always been, like, just other things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and so the opportunity with Spice House, shout out my partner, LJ. Hey, um, we LJ. have the same business manager. I started working with him. Uh, my guy, Mr. Horace Madison. What was that? Maybe 2019, mm-hmm. something around mm-hmm. there. And he changed my life, you know? Mm-hmm. And he helped me really get organized and see what's up. And so he was telling me about LJ. And LJ owns all the Spice Houses in Atlanta. Okay. So he has Spice House on Panola mm-hmm. Road. He has Spice House. Midtown. Midtown and then on Cascade. Mm-hmm. 
So he was just telling me about him. We had a meeting one day at Pasha. We kicking it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so LJ pulls up. And we just kind of, you know, mm-hmm. we just vibe. Mm-hmm. I wasn't even thinking about, right, right, you know what I mean? Right, and right. so then, you know, later on, he, they're telling me that they're getting ready to open up the Buckhead location. Mm-hmm. Or that's his goal. Mm-hmm. And so um, my business managers made it happen. Wow. So I was involved in it. And I was an investor and, and had a, um, had ownership in the restaurant. And so, yeah. yeah, man, it wasn't, I can't say it was a goal of mine to be a restaurant For owner. Sure. Like, that wasn't something I really, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. But God would blow your mind. He'll, he'll just put stuff in place that you weren't even thinking about. That's a you word. Know what I mean? And at the end of the day, it's about creating multiple streams of income. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And generational wealth and with you starting and having a family now. It's right. all about setting not only yourself up, but, mm-hmm. you know, the your children up. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's really dope. And so, I mean, at that time, I didn't know we were going to be having a son, but mm-hmm. I look at it now like... That was a lineup. Yeah, it's a yeah. lineup. And we have a little boy. I'm having a little boy. Yeah. Congratulations. Boy, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Oh, we need a shot to that. Let's cheers yes. to that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> cheers to that. Cheers. Man, cheers, cheers. cheers. I'm working on my face. Do you have anything else for Key? Um, we got a couple more minutes to ride out. Okay. Um, let's, let's, let's vibe. Um, Okay, so okay, Spice House Buckhead, let's do that little plug right there. Not a little plug, let's do the plug for Spice House Buckhead. Come check it out. It's Come in a great central location. They got valet parking. Ballet, Wait, hookah, let me drinks. tell y'all. So I went for the first time. I'm texting Keith. I'm texting Keith. like, I'm here. I'm at, I'm at your restaurant. I had just came from brunch. Bottomless mimosas. So I probably should have just went there to just eat, but I drank too. The bartender was so nice. Gave me the rundown of the menu. I'm like, this is what I like to drink. This is what I don't like. Drinks kept coming. They were wonderful. We paid for them all. <laughs> but that was the night, you know, there was a, a live performance of music. Um, and then from there, like, the chef came out, talked about the menu. We sat at the bar. But let me tell you about the hookah. Y'all know I don't smoke hookah. Everybody know Kayla is just now. This is my first year. The pandemic made me start smoking hookah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't let go of the black and miles, but I smoke hookah now, so I can't talk. Black and miles. You know, I'm a little, little hood in baby. Way. Little hood baby. I need a little wood tip sometimes. Anyway, the girl who made our hookah. That was the smoothest hookah I've ever experienced in my life. No, we got we got the best hookahs in the no, city. No, really? they got the best hookahs in the city. That's like, not people even just like don't know it yet. You speaking my language? Like, and I'm a like I I've been everywhere, every spot. We got the best. I'm not even just saying no, it. No, I'm saying I, it for you. I yeah. text him. I, sorry, text you so late. Mm. <laughs> that motherfucking hookah. Okay. Yeah. Even, y'all hookah know me. Head. You know I'd be like, mm, I'm okay on yeah. the hookah. I'm not finna put in. Yeah, no, nah, the, the hookah I'm going pay, crazy. I'm gonna pay for that. I'm shout out to my guy Benjamin. He from he from over there somewhere over from Dubai somewhere over there. Okay. But yeah, yeah, yeah. He official. Okay. Benjamin, come bring us a hookah yeah, for the yeah. episode. I will definitely <laughs> come to Spice House and definitely check it out, man. You gotta push eat that up. Okay, I will because you keep going you, on and on about the risotto. The, you talking had, about the lobster? Lobster risotto, but he's okay. Okay, yeah. The rasta yeah. pasta is great. Okay. You could do an oxtail. Okay. Salmon, okay. You talking? You talking? You really talking his language? Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you guys have about, a bottomless brunch? I think we working on it. I thought we did, actually. We didn't go to but, the brunch. We went there in the evening. But if you got brunch, you might. See, the thing is, like, at Spice House right now, we're so new that yeah, whatever yeah. you want, you can ask for yeah, it. Yeah. Can, we can make Don't it happen. Don't tell me that, because you, know you know I like to barter. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah facts. <laughs> no, I don't know about that. We can take your ass. Or when we spoke Right. Right. All right, so before we wrap, you know, I like to play a little game. Let's let's play a little song association, word association. Okay. Uh-oh. Word association. We ain't going to go too crazy. All right. No, let's do it. Let's go crazy. All right, so my first word is love. What song? First song you playing. First. Uh, never knew. What Keisha Cole. Yeah, Keisha Cole. <laughs> That's the first one. Okay, popping. you got a word. You got one. Yeah. All right, what's yours? Miss. Like M I S S. Oh, I know. Miss. I what was that song that uh, Neo had? Miss. Uh, Miss Independent. Miss Independent. Miss Independent. Okay. Yeah. Could be part out. 
<laughs> Y'all know my face with that song. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know when you talk about. I don't, I, I don't like that song either, but. Can, okay. You know, you know when, I be, like, when I be talking on Twitter, like songs that I automatically like, if if they come on, I be like. No, I will say. The remix to Miss Independent, was I like better. Is that what Fab was on Fab? With yeah, Fab, yeah, absolutely. And Jamie Foxx, that oh, shit. That's, that's hard. A, that's I hard. Like that's hard. hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that, that was, was hard. Because you know I love Mr. Neil now. Yeah, yeah, that was the one. That was the one. That was a good that ass was the remix. One. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. okay. Ooh. All right. So All right. Th- let's go back. The first song you ever got in your feelings about somebody, good or bad. What song you was playing? Ah man. It had to be pretty Ricky. Um, up and down. Oh, no, no, no. I'm going to go back to... I'm going to go back to... <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait. I'm going to go back to... And your feelings like negative in your feelings. Not like... No, up and down. Oh, negative. Oh, okay. I'm about to say... Up and down. But up and down? That's a... That's a yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts, 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 facts. I would say, Chris Brown, your man ain't me. Ooh. I remember being in a study hall, 10th grade. Yeah, facts. I was in my bag then. I was in my bag then. 10th grade, study hall, study hall. Not 10th grade, study hall. Yeah, my little MP3 player going crazy. Yeah. All right, you got a word? You got a song association word? Um, I got one more. Um, hate. Hate? Hate. Hate. Mm-hmm. It's so much I need. Is that uh? <laughs> yeah, I love you. Meanwhile. No, no there's another song. song. Wait, do your song, song first before I don't, I, I don't got one for hate. Khalees. I, I hate you so much right now. Yeah, I don't know that one. Pharrell <laughs> produced that. Oh, where? Okay. <laughs> wow. That was, that was that's, that's caught out there. there. That's called yeah, it's caught out there. there. But that's but give. Like, you get another word. Um. Keys. I got a song. It's the name of the episode. But I, you don't have no song for keys. Mm. I got the keys. 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 Oh. Okay. <laughs> like, 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 anyway. Like, 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 all right. Um, one more. Shoot. Hold on. I got two more minutes. Uh, <laughs> dang. We did what we did. Baby. Baby. Mm. It could be a lyric or a song title. Oh, it's a lot of lyrics, but I, that song. What's the first one that's on the mind? Baby, baby. Mm. You got the man stump. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Justin Bieber, baby. Wow. Kyle, wow. <laughs> what song you was thinking about? <laughs> I was thinking of Shanti. I was, and when he started going, I was thinking Baby, Baby, Baby by TLC. <laughs> Mm, okay, yeah, I went, I went to the white folk. Uh, yeah. He really did. Yeah, he swerved <laughs> on him. Hey, uh, trying to work with you, bro. <laughs> right. like that's a that. fact. That's a plug. No, that's the plug right there. No. Dang, we all had three different songs. So, okay, mm-hmm. somebody ask you right now, dedicate one song off the top of your head, first song to the love of your life. Shout out to the love of his life, y'all. Shout out to my baby. You know, that's a lot of songs. What's the first um, one? The, I just um proposed to my to the love of my life. Hey, yes, for playing proposing. Yes, absolutely, hundred <laughs> percent. Um, I played when we walked in. Don't change my music, soldier. <sighs> and that I kind of just picked it because we had heard it that weekend driving, and I'm like. But, was that like the first time you like actually, like actually intricately listened to the lyrics? It just That's hit different. Song. It hit yeah, different. It just hit different. No, it yeah, was, it, it hit was. different. Yeah, it hit oh, different. Never been in love before. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> I'd be like, ugh, gray hair, you better go get you some baggage. I got a barber right. for you. Right. I'm like, nah, that song. My hair turned gray. Let me tell you. Get a little card. I got a few, but that song hit different. It really do. When we leave here, I'm actually. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> Let's not. So, okay. So, that's what you're playing. First song. I like that. All right. You going to, we going to end on what I'm going to play? What you finna what you play? Because I ain't going to play. Adore by Prince. Oh. Mm. That's it. Okay. 
I love that song. For real? Adored by Prince. I mean, you love it, but uh, okay. So that for Prince. Like you, you know, you know, you know your music, oh. bro. But I be deep off in air, it. Yeah. Off air, this your guy. Like we wow. I got an ear and a p- yeah, yeah. I don't like playing games with him about because he gonna beat right. me. I'm sure losing. <laughs> No, nah, I see what's going no, on. He, yeah, he, I really, but no, adore. I love adore. I love adore so much that like that could be like the first song I play when I get married, like a first dance oh, song. Yeah. I love oh, it. Oh, I got too many. You gotta, listen, you gotta listen to it. Right, right. First dance lyrics. songs get a little bit too deep. That's another episode for okay. me. Um, dang, I got too many songs. I know what song I want to get proposed to. You okay. better fucking play. That, like, yeah, I want like, the song to cue in, in, so I know. If y'all there listening, know, make sure this song If y'all out there listening. But, you know, like, I tell my friends all the time. I've tweeted it. I practice my proposal reactions in the shower. What's the song? Wow. I do. I do. Because it just depends. I'm like, what if, is if he if he's song? good, you it's not going to matter. Whatever you, you practice. Right. Okay, so, okay this, so this is Lady by D'Angelo. Really? Yes. I didn't know that. Um, Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't that's know that. my like. I pick you up every day. So if somebody is grooving, and, and you know I'm a neo, so you know I do poetry. So if somebody out there listening, I don't know who. Um, I'm just saying, Lady by the end, that's free I'm game. If y'all listening, to get a little bumped up. Yeah, free game. Free game for you. It's free game but out here. Love of my, you actually listen. Love of my life song. God, I don't know. Oh, well, no, that's too upbeat. It'll be Prince. I would die for you. Okay. I don't have no like ballads though. Oh, oh I do have a ballad. Um, Luther Vandross, so amazing. I love that song too. Okay. It's beautiful. Okay. Okay. Well, Keys, give us any other drops we need to know. Give us some. What you got planned plan next? Nah, man. I mean, I love what y'all doing. Thank Keep you. going crazy. Thank you for coming. You know, no, absolutely. This, it's been a long this time. This literally is, I'm telling you to your face, this is literally. Our biggest episode. Oh, word. Thank as far you. as uh, the guest that has come on and mm-hmm. has willingly sat down with us, like right, because when honestly, we had the other I, I truly, G team, we was like, we finna, done. Yeah. and they really blew us up for real, and we had such a great time with, time them. with them. So the fact yeah, that like we had a great time bros. with you too, like the yeah. bro, yeah, so I definitely want to. Thank you. And yes, that I appreciate you. you taking time out of your busy schedule. I know you have a lot going on. Just Absolutely. stopping by and talking and being real chill with us. I really Absolutely. appreciate yeah, it. Nah, sure. man, it's love, man. You know, Kelly, you sis, you family. Thank you. Yeah, you I'm, know a, I'm signing as a bartender for real. Like, I signed myself. Absolutely. <laughs> Antonio, it was, it was amazing to meet you, bro. And uh, Likewise. Y'all just keep going. Keep grinding. Thank keep you. going crazy. Just going to go bigger than whatever, whatever you all have in mind. I got a question. You know what I mean? And real quick it. before we close out. Mm-hmm. What's your go-to Bible verse? Mm. First time mm-hmm. I was in Orlando with them one time, and we had like a talk at dinner about like faith and God and the Bible and stuff. Mm-hmm. And y'all know me, I'm very worldly. Bible verse. Y'all know I'm worldly, very, okay, this is what you practice. Let me see what you got going on over here. I like crystals, mm-hmm. but I also go to church. You know what I'm saying? So like we had a really good we conversation. Gonna, we gonna talk about that still. Huh? We, like, we was at the table like really like talking about, you know, one thing I was raised on. is like, you never talk about politics at the dinner table. You mm-hmm. never talk about religion. My mom would say yeah. the same thing. But like the fact that we were able to talk about like beliefs and faith and things like that without even like having any negative feelings towards each other. And I learned a lot. Yeah. And the fact that, you know, you are faith based and mm-hmm. that was really important to me just as somebody who is like, you know, I really do consider myself an artist and as a creative and I pray, but then sometimes I might need to little throw a little twenty dollars on the nightstand for the ancestors, like <laughs> I go both ways, you know. And so I really I appreciated that conversation because that was like my first actual outside of music conversation that I had with you. And it's like it was an open conversation. Yeah. It wasn't we a judgmental about, yeah, conversation. Yeah, yeah. Even because you believe, you know yeah. what I mean? You have your thing. Yeah. We yeah. all have our things. Right. And it's like. And I was and like, I was yo, like, like this, this is how I'm, how I'm feeling. feeling. Like, right. I grew I up in a Catholic, Catholic church, church, but when I got when to I got college, college, I was like, oh, there's oh, so there's many so other things, things that people <laughs> believe that work. Right. And we were still able to have an educational, faithful, but honest. Honest conversation. No judgment. conversation about what faith was. And I think that was so important to me. So I really appreciate I know, like, that's way better, but that really, like, stuck out. That's amazing. So I want to wow. know, like, what's your go-to? Yeah, no, I'm about to give it. I'm about to give you two. Okay, um, um, Yeah, no, I appreciate yeah, that. Like, sure. that was amazing. Because that's what it's about. Yeah, and, yeah. like, I know a lot of people are 
you talk about religion, you go they go straight to church. Yeah. yeah. And how the church has like been judging. Yeah. To, like, to Do you consider yourself a PK? I don't consider myself that. He might not but, consider himself, but he but is. Like, you know, people be like, I'm a PK, but he didn't even, I know earlier, like, you didn't even say that. You said yeah, what no, did, and because you associate that it's, with yourself. That's it's a lot of things I don't agree with, you know what I mean? Yeah, sure, sure. With how the church yeah. deals with people. Yeah. How yeah. It's all about, because it's just about me and my relationship with God. It, yeah. I just want yeah. everyone to experience yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. And it's something that, you don't need nothing else. Right. right. You don't need no crystals. Right. Mm-hmm. I ain't about to preach. Nah, you go. You know what I mean? But yes, I'm gl- so glad you uh, <laughs> asked that question because I was um, writing this down earlier word, today. Word. Um, Jeremiah 29 and 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for you to prosper and to not harm you, plans to give you hope in a future. Amen. Wow, that's um, my go-to. That's my number one verse, and then Romans eight and eighteen. Um, okay. Um, you said you had two. Yeah, you, I got two. okay. What's the but second? One? Are you looking up? Because that's on my vision board. That's on my cork board. That's in my notebook. Like I always write down Jeremiah twenty nine eleven because it's wow. beyond me. And I think right. that's the biggest thing that I my take my biggest takeaway from faith and God and everything else. Like no matter what I choose from my past. It's bigger than me. Right. And Jeremiah twenty nine eleven focuses on the fact that mm-hmm. it's it's way bigger. It's than way me. bigger. Yeah. Facts. What's your second? What's your second? Um, second one is First Corinthians two and nine. It says, "Eyes have not seen, nor ears have heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those mm-hmm. who love Him." Take us to the. That one just wipe you out all the way. I mean, wow. I mean, those are great. I mean, those are so, amazing. Now, mind you, you know, we all got our struggles. We yeah. all got our. Absolutely. I don't want nobody to get it twisted. Like, we have our fun. You know, yeah. we smoke a little hookah, take a little shot. A little you know what I mean? We all got our. And honestly, I don't even think this is struggles for us. No. Thank God. Yeah. It's more social. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I also learned it. It's definitely they, a vice. I think it's a vice. It, it can also be a distraction. It's all about how you handle it. Mm. For me, this is this don't control me. It's just, right, right. you know what You're I mean? You're still ba- based in I'm still based. Yeah. Right. And if God is not pleased with it, then I'll throw it. You know what I mean? Which I know he ain't really, you know. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, no, I totally get what you're so, saying. We, we might have to bring you back for a faith talk. Oh, yeah, now. we might have to come back. Faith for talk. Sure. Faith talk. <laughs> no, right. I really appreciate that. But, but that was something like I didn't even want to like let the interview go without having that conversation because like that's 100%. something I, I completely remember from that weekend. Yeah, that's dope. I was like, you know, usually I'm going to go him. I'm going to go full hotel when I'm having conversations. Right. Like, but, and mind you, I remember we was at the pool. We I, I came over to you. Yeah, asked yeah. you. We was meditating. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah, I'm like, what you got going on? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was trying to tap into you. Yeah. And that's what, like, if uh, you know, just the religious culture yeah. will tap into people. I love me some church now. Don't get it. Yeah. Don't get it twisted. I will literally talk to my ancestors at my altar. Mm. The Bible is open at my altar on Romans mm. 8 and 18. Because mm. rest in peace, my granddad, that was his favorite verse. And he had it highlighted. And that's the Bible I have. It was his. Mm. But I wake up and go to church and go right to brunch. Me and my mm-hmm. friend, before the pandemic, we'd be right at brunch, bottomless, and be right mm-hmm. at Dream Center. Mm-hmm. We went to Dream Center. We, church, church brunch. That's how you, you know. But, like, you have these conversations with people, and the fact that, like, you could have a conversation. We have open conversations about things and our beliefs and our differences, but, like, mm-hmm. the fact that we can have it without. You could have open conversations without judgment. Right. And even when it comes to, like, I ain't even going to go there. It's all good. We can all go there. No, thank you so much. Where can we follow you? Where can we find you? Yeah, at It's Keys, baby. I-T-S-K-E-Y-Z-B-A-B-Y. Uh, follow the Upper Class and Music Group. Um, That's at the T-H-E-U-C-M-G. Yeah. Follow them. Uh, you know, if y'all tuned in and y'all are like, Regular listeners, we already had some of our super producers from yeah, the Yeah, my little bros on here. Yeah, right. that, was that was a fun episode. Yeah. Like, yeah. so you already know, like the yeah. full circle moment came, and we can't wait to have Asia on. Mm-hmm. Yep. Clint want to come back. Just run through the whole team. Yeah, we're right. happy. Yeah. Like, we might as well. We got to do one all together. Let's do it. Could, I'm with it. We, we just it. need a venue, y'all. That's. <laughs>
where we could do it. But no, but like no, we like, definitely appreciate you coming through. Thank you Absolutely. for keeping it real, no keeping problem. it honest. Hundred percent. Love. So y'all, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Crown Conversation, the podcast. We thank you for your support as always. Yes. Keys again. Thank you for coming through. Thank you so much. And we'll check you guys out on the next episode. Peace, y'all.